Welcome back to the Nordic Components Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 149, and we are rolling. I'm getting close to 150, a milestone in our recording, uh, what do you call it, history, archives? I don't know. What would you call that, Andrew? Um, I guess you, in, in, in your recording history or archives, I don't know. Neither, neither of them sound right, but I don't know the yeah. right word for it. No, nothing sounds magnanimous, does it? No. <laughs> but yeah, 100 milestone was the right word we were looking for there, Marty. Is that what it was? Milestone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 150, 150 episodes is a milestone. That's what I said. 150 would be another milestone, but I don't have any prize giveaways for that one. So. Well, when, when is that? This your next one? The next one, yeah, the next episode will be 150. No, we'll, have to, we'll find something. I'm sure you can find something to give away. Oh, I, I can I can sure. dig around here and find something to give away for your 150th episode. Okay, all right. So there we go. We'll uh, we'll have something by the end of the show to let you know what uh, we're going to be giving away to some lucky leadhead at random. Andrew Brenneman with KUSA has joined us today. Welcome in. How are y'all doing today? I'm sure everybody is doing great. Andrew joined us in uh, Daytona at the Big Three East event, and uh, I wanted to get uh, Andrew on here. We didn't get to talk to him much because Mikey hoarded the microphone, <laughs> as he's good at. Uh, but as you guys heard from last week's episode, the announcement of the the uh, Veteran Exchange Program that Mikey, CJ, and I are working on, and uh, we are getting more and more details on that. It's kind of like I told you guys last week and you heard from them, it's kind of a, a groundbreaking event. We're trying to work out all the details and come up with the best way to go about doing this to make it uh, most beneficial to our, our veterans, obviously, that are going to be taking part in this program. So as we get more information on that, we're going to bring it to you. And we're hoping to have this all solidified and ironed out by September. So that will be before the next Big Three event in Daytona. Yeah, it's definitely exciting stuff. So let's get, uh, we're going to continue our Big Three East coverage on this episode. Uh, I wanted to bring Andrew on because it was his first time attending that event, and I wanted to get his feedback on it as well, let you guys get another perspective from a, a vendor's point of view. So what what did you think about the event compared to other events that you've been to? And you've been to a lot. Andrew's been in the industry a long time. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been to a lot of events, Marty. And, uh, you know, the closest comparable thing to what they do at Big 3 would be the, um, you know, the range day at SHOT Show, the industry range day. But... The big three event is, is, is much, much better. It really gives the vendors and the media folks real one-on-one -on -one time to really sit down, discuss, interview, in-depthly discuss, talk about products. Um, it's just a, it's a whole different platform than what anybody else is doing. And, uh, it's not a rushed event. Like you talking about the industry range day it, because it's only a few hours. Everything feels rushed. You know, it's like the vendors are there and you're just kind of like at a, a carnival, you know, you're in line to get on the next you know, ride and you get on the ride, you're done, you go to the next one. With, with this event, it's more hands-on, it's more personal, more intimate, I guess would be a good word, um, that you get to spend with the, not only the vendors, but their products as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it gives us time to, with so many different kinds of media out there nowadays, um, it gives us a time to not only spend time with the big media guys 
but actually have the time to spend it with some of the smaller up and coming guys in the new media. All in all, just a fantastic event from a vendor's point of view, for sure. And um, just having as many friends in the media side of it as well. I know that they, they love the event for the same reason. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to going back out there this October. And I think it's going to be the first part of October is when they're having it. So last week, uh, we had CJ and Mikey and Andre on talking about the Wounded Veteran Exchange uh, program between Israel and the United States. And we also had Mookie from Spikes Tactical. Uh, great interview with Mookie. Very hilarious. I and mean, he's a great guy. He's a great interview. And he's always 90 miles an hour nonstop. So we're looking forward to having Mookie on again in the near future. We'll talk more about Spikes and uh, the latest going on with Mookie. With Mookie, there was the Tactical RX. You guys heard what they do. It's a great product. They did give me a, a sample of their non-prescription iPro. But uh, you guys need to get in touch with Tactical RX and check out their line of iPro that they can uh, make for you guys. That's yeah, our, I do. Uh, having trouble I seeing your front post site. I need to get a hold of that lady as well. Um, I, I briefly talked to her while we were at the big three, but I was always down at the, uh, at the range, you know, at the spot and never had a chance to really get up there and uh, talk to her very much, but I did get her card. But yeah, really nice product. Yeah. Brett and Randy, uh, really easy to get in touch with. Just uh, Google Tactical RX or you can go to tacticalrx.com, I believe it is. And uh, you can get in touch with them there. There's a little thing that you can fill out uh, and they will get back with you ASAP on that. Uh, and then we also had Adam Ranola with Palmetto State Armory. Great interview with, with him and Paul, which uh, Paul didn't talk much. He was kind of the, you know, he's the engineer type, keeps to himself. Uh, it was hilarious doing that interview with him because he, he would raise his hand whenever he wanted to say something. <laughs> instead I could of just, see him doing that. Instead of just getting on there, you know, and, and saying things and there was a point when Adam was, and Adam's another one of those people who's, you know, zero to 90 miles an hour like that, uh, just knows his stuff, and he just starts talking. And But he had uh, misspoke, and you guys heard the little funny edit that I did when he was talking about the, the forged uh, parts that they had, and it was, should have been billeted. And he said forged, and I kind of dubbed over and said billeted. <laughs> and, <laughs> And at the very end of that interview is when – and Paul – the whole reason Paul was there is he was supposed to keep Adam on point with the technical issues and, and stay on point with those. And it was like, you know, an hour later, Paul goes, oh, and I wanted to correct you when you said that they were forged, they're billeted parts. And Adam was like, I did say billeted. And Paul's like, no, you said forged. And sure enough, I played it back, and that's what he did. But it was hilarious. Uh, great group of guys, Palmetto State Armory, that ZS-47 uh, hybrid that they have was a, a great rifle, smooth shooting. Did you get a chance to shoot it, Andrew? I did. They were right um, They were right next door to us at the on the, on the firing line. Yeah. And uh, I, got to, I got to shoot that and their new uh, 9mm AR that uses the Glock mags. Both of them were sweet. Yeah, that was awesome. And they also do a version of that 9mm with the Smith & Wesson. But the Glock was awesome. Uh, shot really smooth. Very little recoil, which you know you would expect from uh, a nine millimeter and AR platform. But check them out, PalmettoStateArmory.com, and uh, of course they, you know that's where a lot of us lead heads go and get our parts that we need or lower part kits and whatnot. So 
like to thank all those guys for being on. So this week, uh, I've got a whole other lineup of people. There was a, a company there called Devil Dog Concepts, and they had this product that they developed that is an add-on to your AR. You're not having to do any kind of uh, milling or anything like that. It's just a, an add-on where you take out your charging handle, you put their charging handle system in, and it converts your AR to a side charging uh, system. Very seamless. It's a very strong product, very durable. So we're going to have that interview on this week. I want you guys to hear that. And also make sure you check out the YouTube video that I'm going to be posting. should be posted by the time you guys hear this episode. And then we did an interview with Colt. I've never had an interview with anybody from Colt before. Justin and Max from Colt Manufacturing Company. Uh, no longer Colt Defense. They uh, kind of merged, I guess. So they went in and, and told us in detail how that's going to translate to improve uh, customer service for you guys out there, the leadheads. So that's a, that was a great interview. Looking forward to uh, doing more with those guys as well. Colt, as you guys know, is a big player, has been a big player in the a gun industry for a long, long time. All right, so uh, last week we didn't have our jack wagon, so we're going to bring in the jack wagon train, Gunny. <laughs> hey, Rob, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, so Andrew has a or several jack wagons that he wants to throw on the jack wagon train. Who you got, Andrew? Well, Marty, we got a, a group of individuals. Probably, you could say, um, if anybody's been keeping up with the uh, the situation in Colorado with their magazine ban, they've been trying to get rid of it. The Senate has now, for the second time, passed the bill, and it's going back to the House of Representatives Committee for Committee on State and State Veterans and Military Affairs, which I don't know why it goes there, but apparently that's how it works in Colorado. But uh, last time it went there, a group of Democrats blocked it and wouldn't even let it out of committee. Because they know that once it goes to the House floor, it'll get voted out, and they don't want it voted out. So our jack wagons of the week are from the great state of Colorado, Democrat Mike Foote, Susan Lontine, Diane Primavera, Sue Ryden, and Max Tyler, the Democrats who blocked it in the committee last time. So hopefully those jack wagons will uh, not want to be on the jack wagon train again and uh, <laughs> not block it in committee next this time. Magpul's going to be pissed if they change that law. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, or it maybe passed, not. Yeah, it passed with uh, it passed with quite a quite a majority in the Senate, and these Democrats know that if it goes to the House floor for a vote, it's going to pass, and the magazine ban is going to be repealed, and that's why they're blocking it in uh, in the uh, committee hearings, not letting it even get to the House floor. Yeah, welcome to the jack wagon train. <laughs> the whole crew. I hope we, there's plenty of room on the jack wagon train, there's, Marty. There's plenty of room, and I've got I've got a couple of more that I'm going to throw on there. So you guys have heard in the news recently the NFL shootings that have happened. Uh, what was that one guy, Will Smith, mm -hmm. that was shot? Yeah, I think he's a New Orleans guy, yeah. Okay, it seems like there was another one, too. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, the Saints coach, what's his name, Sean Payton, he's come out and calls gun laws madness. New Orleans Saints coach Sean Payton is angered over the nation's gun laws and derides as madness the idea that everybody needs a gun. I hate guns, he said in an interview with USA Today Sports. Peyton spoke after the shooting death of Will Smith, a 34-year-old former Saints defensive lineman. He was killed Saturday night 
after an argument following a traffic accident in New Orleans. Peyton said he drove to the scene of the shooting at 5.45 Sunday because he was unable to sleep. Coach said he's not an extreme liberal and often will find myself to the right on some issues, but on this issue, I can't wrap my brain around it. Peyton understood that his opinion might be unpopular, but he wanted to speak out. I've heard people argue that everybody needs a gun. See, and that's, that's not the thing. Everybody doesn't need a gun, but everybody has the right to a gun. Exactly. He told the newspaper that that's madness. I know there are many kids who grew up in a hunting environment. I get that, but there are places like England where even the cops don't have guns, and they have one of the highest violent crime rates in the world. Isn't that right? Yeah, but um, you know he doesn't know that. Yeah, White House Press Secretary Josh Ernst said on Tuesday that since Smith's death is still under investigation, it's unclear if tighter gun laws could have prevented the shooting. <laughs> no. <laughs> tighter gun laws will not prevent that. Yeah, I, I could I could almost... Just enforce complete, the laws we have. Yeah, with complete certainty, I can say the guy who shot him probably did not legally possess that firearm. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so. Or... I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the the whole thing. It, you know, was it in self defense? Did this big lime defensive lineman go after this guy? I don't know. I haven't heard the whole story. So, yeah, because we can't prevent every act of violence from occurring, but we can certainly take some common sense steps. See, what's this common sense? They always throw common sense out there. Yeah, that would reduce gun violence that don't undermine the constitutional rights of law abiding Americans. The, the common sense steps are there. The laws are there. You know, murder is illegal. You know, un, unlawfully possessing a firearm is just that. It's unlawful. It's against the law. People's, there should be stiffer penalties for people that break these laws. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you can't even. And then you or got, just enforce you got, the ones that are there. I mean, the penalties yeah. are there. Just enforce them. I mean, you got Obama letting people out of jail that have committed gun crimes. You can't get a federal prosecutor barely anywhere in the United States to prosecute any of these federal gun laws. You know, you got guys that commit crimes. You know, there's a federal statute that strictly states if you commit a crime with a gun, it's against federal law. Mm -hmm. So if you rob a bank or you rob a convenience store and you use a gun, you violate a federal law with a 10-year prison sentence. But you're not going to get a single federal prosecutor. I mean, occasionally you'll get one if it's an extreme situation to yeah. prosecute these people. So it's it's not a fact of having laws. It's a fact of we can pass all the laws we want, and the only people that abide by them are the non-criminals who are breaking laws anyway. So by passing laws, all you do is make it's a feel-good measure. It doesn't do anything practical. The only thing that we can do that's practical is put the people who break the laws that we already have in jail and these people will stop doing illegal things like possessing firearms illegally. Absolutely. You know, carrying around a gun when you're a felon. And also, we as law-abiding gun owners uh, and Second Amendment proponents, we have to go and we have to debunk. When, when stories like this hit the media and people make statements like this, because he makes this other statement. Later in the day, it says the coach went online and researched, gun used in, uh, researched the gun used in the shooting. And he and it quotes, he says, we could go online and get 10 of them and have them shipped to our house tomorrow, he said. 
I don't believe that was the intention when they allowed for the right for citizens to bear arms. That is false. That's a false statement. It is You cannot have a firearm shipped to your house. That's a federal offense right there. Absolutely. It has to go to an FFL if it goes through the mail. Even if you're buying from an individual, if they ship that gun directly to your house, that's a federal offense. Yeah. So the law is already there for that, Coach. So research what the gun laws are before you go and start making these erroneous statements. You know, yeah. That, that's completely irresponsible for a man in his position as well. Yeah, I agree. You know, you would think that, uh, well, we, we can say one thing, you know, he knows a little bit about football, but he doesn't know much about anything else. Right. Nothing to do with our Second Amendment uh, rights, obviously. Nah. Yeah. So if any of you uh, Saints fans are out there and you want to educate the coach, I'll allow his his emotional state on this one. But when you know, make a, a, a statement in front of the press and it goes national, I mean, you got to be you got to be called out on it. I mean, these things that he's saying are just it's emotional. I mean, it's his emotions that are coming out. And that's what happens with most of these people is the emotions come out. But we got to call them on. It. We got to call BS where BS is at. Yeah, for sure. All right. So that's my jack wagon. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm throwing the Saints coach on there. If you're a Saints fan, I apologize. But uh, uh, when you're wrong, you're wrong. And Sean Payton is wrong on this one. Faux show. All right, guys, so that's our Jack Wagon of the Week, and uh, we're going to go ahead and get into our interviews, and then we're going to come back with Andrew, and we're going to talk about a couple of award winners that happened during the Big Three East event. Stay tuned. All right, Leadheads, welcome back to the Nordic Components Talking Lead podcast, and we are at the Big Three East here in Daytona, Florida. If my voice sounds different than the other uh, episodes and interviews that I did, that's because we're in day three, and I got my Barry White on today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> got that salty air, rubbing the, the throat raw, a couple of beers here and there, and uh, we're starting the morning off right. I have, not Jake, you know, Jacob's over here. But I've got Robert and Cameron and CJ. JR. Okay. I got it backwards, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these guys are with Devil Dog Concepts out of, where are you guys out of? The great gun loving state of New York. New York. That's right. Man. And I love, I love companies, especially gun companies that come out of that state. Oh, you know, so that's just bucking the system right there. No doubt. It's like giving them the big finger. (laughs) Come on, guys, bring more. We're going to overcome. So welcome in, guys. Thank you. Thank you for for having us on here. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So I've got to say that, you know, of all the stuff that I've seen here this week, and this includes shot show too. Do you guys at shot show? Negative. Okay. You're probably going to go this year. You got to bring this product out there. Trying to get out there. Probably one of the the coolest, most uh, useful, innovative products that I've seen in a long time. Thank you. So uh, I want to go ahead and uh, get into it. But first, tell us a little bit about your company, who you are, what you do. Uh, Devil Dog Concepts. We introduce yourself. My name's. I'm sorry. Uh, So we know who's talking. Bob Charpinski. Everybody usually just calls me Charp. Charp. Yep. 
uh, started in 2000. Well, you need to put Bob on here instead of Robert. I'm sorry, man. Dad Gimmick. Actually, that's my bad. That was him right <laughs> there. I got you. He tried to make it all official. to be all formal yeah. and official. Yeah. You don't answer your text. That's what you get. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. You're you stuck are. with it. <laughs> yeah, I got screwed on that one, no doubt. Uh, we started a company in 2013. Um, both Cameron and I, we are police officers back home. And we're both on a uh, multi-jurisdictional SWAT team. And we're at the range one day going ahead and shooting. And Cam's working through a malfunction drill. And when he's working through, he's trying to work that charge handle back. And doing so, his hand slips off and punches himself right in the nose. Right in the freaking snozz. No, yeah. I do that a lot. It's extended. <laughs> I get it yeah, faster than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was really from there that Cam came up with this idea that he never wanted to happen again. So uh, he just started putting pencil to paper. After he went and got a favorite twelve pack of his cheap ass beer. There you go. Like, like, High life. Oh Bush. Bush. All day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We call Uh-oh. it thinking and drinking for him. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. better, man. That's a t shirt right there. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Thinking and drinking. Yeah. And and from that day, the uh heart charger was developed. And it's his design and it's I feel like sometimes when I get around people, I shouldn't say sometimes, it's really all the time right. I get around people. Uh, it's like I'm dealing with my kids sometimes because I'll say, hey, Cam, do me a favor. Put earmuffs on right now because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I praise this product and it is absolutely awesome. Just the, the simplicity of the design, how it works, because if you look at this weapon system designed in the late 1950s mm-hmm. and here it is 2016 now, 2013, right. we came up with the idea and it's still relevant till today. With right. this weapon system, and, and what and what it is, is the hard charger. Yes, sir. It, it basically what you've done is you created a conversion system mm-hmm. uh, or an adapter that goes onto the the AR platform. Yes. It turns into a, a side charging, yes. side charging handle system. Yep, it right. replaces your existing charging. Right. Handle I mean, there's companies out there that have tried you know to reinvent the wheel and redesign their uppers and the bolts and you know, yep. all this to to go with this. And but your design is like so simple, but I mean, it's not it's not a simple design, but the concept, you know, attaching yeah. this to the charging handle to get it over here to work this, and bam, there you go. Exactly. I'm going to let awesome. you talk about it and describe awesome. it because you're going to do a lot better than I can. <laughs> he's, he's a man. He, I'm just an end user. With, I just know, you know, you pull it this way and it goes that way. So it's <laughs> good. It's real simple design. Uh, it's pretty much designed to work on any standard forge flat top, you know, all in the mill spec because that's what military, law enforcement, all those guys is. We all run your, just your standard mill spec rifle. And obviously it was designed because we can't rebuild our rifles. We can't cut into them. We can't machine them out and make them into side chargers. Mm-hmm. That pretty much our department kick our butt. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, those design drop on, uh, it just replaces your existing charging handle. It's, it's got a double support system to it. It's got a, a release lever disengagement system. Uh, it's got a, part of the design in it is removes mm-hmm. all the stress off the roll pin. To, to get rid of that and you know, do the breakage on a roping you get and you know that high stress environment you rip that charging handle right those extended charging handle levers you can rip those things right off no so doubt that little roll pin yeah um, it, it, we had a lot of a lot of things out there the more you think about it that with a standard charging handle that needed to get it fixed mm-hmm. you alleviate those little issues because yeah i mean fine motor skills go out the window right and that's what it was all about it's designed to get rid of all fine motor skills and just make it a gross motor skill based system that's self-thinking, self-designed to work in pretty much every application we can come up with, one-handed, off any static objects, two hands, backups, you know, field strippable. Off the belt, yeah. Yeah, field strippable mm-hmm. capability. 
you can almost sneeze and make that thing go. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so it's it's so smooth and it seems to take the pressure off as well. That's, and that, that's, that's, that's a design that, that you've done that's because design. of that dual support that he put in there. Exactly, it's designed yeah. to do all that for you. It's designed to think for you, right? So you don't have yep. to. So you can concentrate on your your mission at hand, whatever you're doing at hand. Because I mean, if you actually run it for a while, you get used to the platform and, and changing that all up to be running a side charger that that's self integrated like this and things for you. Then you try to go back to the original standard yeah. charging handle design. You're going to be amazed at how much actual thought process goes into charging because you have to remember to disengage that release lever or else you're stuck. Right. You got to remember not to apply too much pressure on that roll mm -hmm. pin or over torque and coming down out of your sights and out of your shoulder. And, and if your you're head. not an ambi, yep. you know you got to right. you got to remember exactly. which side it's on. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know exactly. those little yeah. bitty ones are harder to get sometimes. And motor skills. If you don't have the yep. the so it's designed to get rid of all that. What do they call the latches? The extended latches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was yeah. gonna call them the sissy sticks, but <laughs> <laughs> the sissy latch. <laughs> but the problem you run into with that is, you know, those. Like, I think you were telling me mm -hmm. that you were finding that uh, you're with the SWAT team. Yeah. That those extended latches would get into your yeah. gear. You know, your yeah, best stuff. I run my yeah. mags right in front, and mm -hmm. right. it, it would sit every time I, you know, kind of just go static. It would sit and. The latch would sit on top of my mags and would pull, right. pull it right out of battery, and the rifle kind of hang down and start pulling my bolt back a little bit. Yeah, that ain't good for nobody. No, no. <laughs> Especially when we would, we'd come off of the truck, jump down off of the truck, and you go to bring your rifle up, and all of a sudden you can hear that ting, ting, ting of the charging handle moving because it's not latched in. Yeah, because it just became unlatched. That's what these high price, uh, very popular aftermarket charging handles that are out there. Yeah, but with this design, I've been running it since 2013, and I haven't had an issue with anything like that. Awesome. Yeah. Now let's. Uh, you brought some some toys with you today, right? Yeah. And yes, sir. Uh, and Leadheads, we're uh, we're doing a little something unique. We're actually videoing while we're recording today. We're trying to kill two birds with one stone, and uh, so you're going to hear us talk about this and do some things that uh, probably you wish you could see. So we're going to make that happen. So go watch our YouTube channel when we post these videos. And uh, there's going to be a more in-depth video where we're actually on the range uh, shooting this. Cameron's manipulating it, showing us how to how it actually works, the, the stress levels that it can take, and, and all that. So uh, don't forget to check us out on the YouTube. And it's just talking lead. So let's, let's get into this. Here it is. This is the uh, DDC. DDC, Devil Dog Concepts. Devil Dog Concepts, and you call it the hard charger, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. the name of the search side charger handle system. This one's the hard charger and a couple different variants. Cool. This one right here that you see, so you go ahead and place an order with us for the hard charger. Right. This is what you're going to get right here, everything in this box. So if we take it, put take it, it right on Put out. it in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I must touch it. So if you break it down and uh, show you the parts on that, okay. go ahead and slide this. Slide charging handle out. Okay. That's your charging handle right there. All right. And then right up So this here. replaces your existing charging handle, this piece right here. Correct. So that'll go up in the little slot in your upper right there. Yes, yeah. correct. Okay. And then hold out of that for you. All right. And slow, uh, go ahead and push that pull right. handle out. Pull handle's coming out. Now you have your pull handle with your push rod. And if you want, go mm -hmm. ahead and unscrew that right there. They just screw on, screw on. Right here? Yep. Okay. So what we did was... Uh, for operator preference. Unless you put it on there tighter than a mofo. <laughs> let you do that. We'll let Cameron do that. Oh, good grip. We got it on I there. probably still that got it uh, 
some biscuit grease on my hands. Probably <laughs> <laughs> a lot of grease left. Huh? So for operator preference, we have All right. five different types of pull handles. Okay, nice. We got these guys. So what you're what you're holding right now is the traditional handle. Okay, this is what comes standard with it. Correct, standard. On okay, them. Yeah. and it's got a nice little indention there for the the finger. Nice mm -hmm. little indent, and it's rounded on the edge to yeah. work Keep around it from it. snagging and to, to either finger. It kind of it works between your fingers, so it's not rounding and flat on the end. Instead, gotcha. That round to go groove with your second finger. Right. Okay. Very cool. We got this one right here. It's called the subdued little stubby guy. All right. The subdued. Yeah. Subdued. A little smaller, a little stubbier, like you said. Yep. But it's got some uh, aggressive yep. uh, serrations there on it. Yeah, it's got the, the ridges some catch grippies. on your gloves, catch on your fingers. Make sure you still you can still blade it nice and okay. easy. Kind of got the gumdrop design. Cut so down it, on the it, slipping. If you're a, a high rider and you ride your rifle high, it, it'll just roll around with your gear and it won't catch. That's, we'll what's around. That's why it's all gumdrop looking around nice and short and low. Cool. All right. Next one we have is the tactical lever. Okay, yeah. So this one's a, it's got the hourglass kind of shape yep. to it, um, yep. but it's rounded and smooth on the the edges. Nice, kind of more your so, traditional type of yeah. Of set pull. up for easy blading to work with gloves in any type of environment, pretty much. Very cool. Next one we have is the competition lever. I, I love accessories and options. This is awesome. <laughs> uh -huh. So this is the big fat stubby. Big fat stuff. And stubby. you call this the what? That's a competition. competition. The competition one. Yeah. Okay. The system's also it, it really kind of designed also to help out the three gunners competition guys. And mm -hmm. we, we got a couple three gunners that we've been working with, and they they like these options, especially because you can take that, you can wrap grip tape around it. It's nice and easy to, to manipulate. It's large. Okay. Easy to acquire. Right. So they don't miss it. Yes. Very cool. And then for those three gunners out there that want just a little bit more. We have the extended competition. Okay, yeah. So that's just the competition. It's a little bit longer. Even longer and fatter. And when they run dry starts, it helps a little. That's what she said. Keep the rhythm. <laughs> you, don't have spit. you don't have spit on this one. That's perfect. No spit that on this one. perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll elevate your rifle a little bit more and give you a little added effort. That, that was a cheap one. That was too easy. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. I had one yesterday. I was interviewing somebody yesterday. I can't remember what they said, but it took everything I had to hold back because you could just tell they weren't that kind of person. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, biting my tongue. But I wanted to, like, do it after they left. And yeah. I forgot. I forgot to edit it. Out. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Oh well. Now, if you can remember it, throw it out there. <laughs> I will. It'll, it'll come to me. And then, I so we missed that. this whole piece right here. Yep. That's the original design. That's the hard charger receiver itself. Okay. And that that was the last piece as we were breaking it down there. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, we have two other types of receivers, and that's very solid. It's a solid one piece material, right? 70, there. 70, 75. Okay. Seventy seventy five aluminum. Uh, we got stainless steel right here on the push rod and uh, impact-resistant polycarbonate right here, and it's got a mil-spec uh, hard anodized coating okay. on it. Um, with the hard charger right here, the original one, this is going to mount on your foremost slot of your upper Picatinny rail. Okay. Um, it just mounts with that one shoulder bolt in there. Mm -hmm. All you do is put it on that last slot, go ahead and tighten it down with that supplied Allen key, and you're ready to rock and roll with the hard charger. We have right here is what's called the HCT mm -hmm. or the Hard Charger Tactical. This is more geared towards the individual that wants to run a backup iron sight. Mm -hmm. 
and then put their electro or the electronic site in front of that. Right. And this is going to mount on your third slot. Okay. And then we have right here the HCR, the hard charger rear mount. With the rear mount, it's going to mount okay. on that first slot of your Picatinny rail. Okay. Right uh, next to the charging handle right here. Correct. Yeah, that right charging handle. It gives the rest of the rail for all that extra real estate. For so the, that's for the three gunners yeah. with the, uh, the one-piece mounts, the cantilever mounts, the yeah, whatever scopes, crazy-ass mounting system stuff. they're running. They, yeah. There's so many different options and types out there. It's, you just take up that real estate right at the back and easily turn yours straight into a side charger. And awesome. You don't have to worry about it. Is there any thoughts on um, making this, just this piece adjustable on this? There so, is. So you wouldn't have to... Yeah, there, have there, there definitely is. Something that works. We want to. Something that works. It's, it's just a matter of making it extremely strong and durable. We can't have right. this thing break no matter what. That's why it's the one-piece system with the exactly. different options. You know, it's, it's strong enough now where I drive my truck over it. So, <laughs> yeah. With, That's a with true. an adjustable couple different pieces. Well, you were pieces. jumping on it like a pogo stick, yeah, you know, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah we, we torture test, and we, we don't bring out demo rifles. We bring out the rifles that we use in the field. Right. So, yep. That's the best way to do it. So once we put our life online with them. Very cool. Very cool. I, I love this product, man. I think, like I said, I think it's probably one of the most innovative uh, products that I've seen. I like a product that's simple, but it's actually useful. It serves a purpose. That's what I say about myself every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I look in the mirror. My man, my man yeah. right here. That's awesome. I'm smart enough. <laughs> and you can do it. You're looking enough. <laughs> was that guy Jack Handy from Saturday Night Live? Saturday Night Live, Jack Handy. What was his little mantra that he would say uh, every morning? No, no, no. And doggone it, people, people like, like me. me. That's I'm what it was. Enough. I'm good enough. And doggone it, people, people like, like me. me. <laughs> I love that. We're we're all about the same age here. Not you though, or you, but you and I are. How are you? I'm 41. I'm 45. So, oh yeah, hot damn it! All right, 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 same era right there. Yep. So. Yeah, cool. I don't look as old as I feel. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk about. I mean, the product's awesome, and people are going to be able to watch the video and see that. And we're going to talk about it a little bit more. I know you brought some uh, the rifles here. Yeah. Um, we'll get some video of that here. In okay. Just a minute too. All right. On the for the boob tube. Mm -hmm. Tell us uh, about your company. How did uh, DDC come to be? Well, it came to be when we were back in back in 2013 out on the range uh, training for with our SWAT team, and Cam is just working through that malfunction yeah so this product brought the company together right yeah the yes. yeah, product was the initial idea okay yeah um so obviously i you know i'm just just a cop don't really know much i need Not to find a machine. just a cop come hey, on yeah, man. seriously so I, I, I need to <laughs> come on you I mean you gotta basically get it made and go from there and uh i get a hold of him because he's not a marine and he knows some people. Yeah, so you guys, you guys had a former room. life before your your yeah, uh, LE yeah, career. Yeah, all all of us here uh, were all former Marines. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you guys for your service. Right. Thank you, Marty, and, and thank you for your uh, service to the community, being law enforcement now. Thank you. Uh, yeah, um, you know, get a hold of him, and figure out how to get this thing made, manufactured, and and sell some. Hey, we might have some here. You know, John, mm -hmm. some crap to throw on my rifle because you know I just want to be a little bit. No. You're not the only one that could benefit from this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it started from there and then just started growing and get it out there. It's, it's kind of just evolving, which is really, it's really cool to see it evolve. And Very then cool. to come down to shows like these, meet right. guys like you. I mean, who caught us walking down the dirt path over here the other day? <laughs> Quick, tell me your name. Who, who are you? Who, who yeah. are what you do? <laughs> Turn the camera on yourself. And I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth when you said this is probably the best product 
yeah and product of the year right here and yeah it, it truly is it's and i mean i'm with the company and all and cameron earmuffs it's awesome <laughs> it really awesome. is awesome yeah. i'm humbled. Really uh, i just humbled to you know, have this opportunity to be able to do something like this it's, it's pretty cool you know put something like this out there in our brother and sister's hands that you know may just save their life absolutely no doubt it make their lives easier you yeah. know yeah. anyway definitely mm-hmm. that's very cool are you guys have anything else in the works right now so, Cameron, yeah. do we have anything else? <laughs> JR, what do you say? We have anything else in the works right now? I don't know. I think uh, we've had a lot of people that are interested in the AR10 version. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Cameron, did you hear that? I hear Is it Mike on? I'm working Mike's on, on it. <laughs> people still shoot AR10s? <laughs> yeah. okay. it, it took two and a half years to get this product out to market. Well, yeah, next give, will give be me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> next will be, they want you to improve the AK one, you know, somehow. Yeah, what can you do yeah. with this, Cameron? <laughs> come on. You know, you just innovated the AR system. <laughs> yeah, so come on. Hey. <laughs> There's only, there's only so much beer out there I can drink. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinking thing. You're sparing everybody. It's like, look, guys, I can only shock you with one you know, groundbreaking yes. invention a year. So stand by. I'll tell you what, the way he's going and everything he's, he's thinking and everything he sees, he just looks at it from a different angle. He tries to find the problem and then go ahead and, and find an issue, find that niche that's going to solve that problem right there. And or sometimes great, just smacks right in the nose. <laughs> that go. is true. That is that true. Is, all, is that like your your you should do that. That should know, be like just, your tagline. There you go. Yes. Get, the, get the t-shirt going with the hand up, just hitting the nose yep. right there. Bam. That should be your logo, man. <laughs> this thing. With the light bulb idea coming off. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's got the eye close like <laughs> that would be cool. That's awesome. a shirt, definitely. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No absolutely. Doubt. So tell us uh a little bit about your military. Uh, endeavors you guys got any cool stories you can tell we always like to get a you know good cool fun story jr jr you've been quiet over there yeah come on man it's too early i don't have any stories (laughs) (laughs) it's too early Uh, uh, all right so we were both dog handlers and marines so okay yeah we did the the early pumps over in uh, 0405 with the marine corps as bomb dog handlers and uh he was actually 03 0311, but he went over in 03, and uh, and he went, did some uh, contract work after he got out. A little contracting, cool. Are are you, you you did the Blackwater with CJ, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Let's see the rifles here for our video that we're going to put on BoobTube so people can see it on the platform. All right. I think we may have done some of that video over there, but um, You, you can't get enough. Let's continue with our video here with the product demonstration. So right here, you have an HCT, the hard charger tactical. Mm-hmm. See, it's mounted up here on the third slot. And okay. it's running a backup iron sight right. along with the electronic sight up front. Okay. It's, it's just designed to take up that real estate between your backup iron sight and your, and your red dot optic, whatever you're running. It's just most most common setup for any tactical right. operator. You're, you're running the rear most, sight, and most, you're going to do another sight. You're always, you know, yeah. There's typically going to be some space there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. you can't use these. So. Right. That's pretty much so use that designed to take your... up that little bit of real estate nobody even really looks at okay designed to work with standard forge flat top upper receivers uh works with most optics and mounting systems uh-huh oh sorry sorry Turn it like that for the camera and the width of it is actually designed specific to help with oversized optics oversized mounts okay and if you see here this little angle cut mm-hmm that little angle cut right there is uh, was put in place for disengagement levers of your backup iron sights. So I can get your sight up and put it or put it down. Gotcha. 
QD systems. Now, Cameron was telling me uh, you've got there's some thought that went in behind the spacing of the the handle here and the the system. Yes, if you can see right here, as soon as I put pressure on this pull knob, you can see that release lever is already disengaged. Right. By doing that, you can go ahead and work that charging handle back without busting off that tooth. Okay. Now, when I go ahead and I engage it all the way back, an important thing to note is with this release lever right here, mm -hmm. I can still go ahead and move that release lever. That's showing that all that stress and pressure that is normally placed on that roll pin, right. which causes it to snap, mm -hmm. is not here. It's gone. All that pressure, all that torque, all that stress goes right back into the charging handle itself. Okay. Very cool. Now, he, he was telling me as far as uh, the sights go, there was, you know, the reasoning behind the spacing yeah. for this right here. Yeah, the width and the design right there, so you can clear pretty much all wide optics, and, and it won't interfere with the pull handle itself. Right, There's the motion, the function hand, and, correct. and all that. So you can run it one-handed. If you go down one-handed, you don't have to worry about racking off the static object and getting caught on, getting caught on your optics. On the optics and those mounts, or, or even knuckle-busting. Right, mm -hmm. very cool. So a lot of thoughts going into this. How long did it take you from concept to design, actually getting a you know, actual physical good, model you could handle? Good, good half year to a year. I can, yeah, you about a half half year to kind of getting the first one, and another half year or so to perfecting as best as I really could. Okay, so that's that's relatively quick. Yeah, you know, from you know from taking something right here and throwing it down on some paper, and then actually getting you know a working model on it. I'll tell you what, when uh, he was coming up on it, he put that pencil to paper, we'd see each other about once a week uh -huh. with the team, out training and stuff, and it seemed like every time he'd come up, he'd be like, hey, Sharp, you got to check this out, man. Just change this out. I think it's going to be way better. Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> Pulls out his yellow pad right there, and he's already got it right. down. Or stacks we're, of drawings. <laughs> or we're taking up ammo boxes, opening them up, and he's pulling out his pen. He's drawing, look, I, I took this off right here, and I changed it up. So did you keep all your drawings? I got all my drawings. I nice. Even, I even have a clay model I did. Oh, yeah? Original, yeah, just to make sure everything fit and finished and all that would start to, you know, it would work. And then right. we get into, like, we did 3D printing and all that stuff to get into, you know, Did you do some 3D printing for your? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we awesome. Got, we got a full 3D printed one that's actually functional. That's cool. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. Heck, yeah. Yeah. And it's functional? Yeah. Yeah. That could be. I wouldn't run it too hard because you, you know they got those polymer plastic. uppers and lowers. You know they're yeah. doing, everything they're doing polymer now and you know yeah. just to make it super lightweight. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty cool. It's the first time I got to do something like that. But it's less than five ounces as it is right now. Yeah, it's yeah, super yeah. lightweight yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's what's amazing about it too is how lightweight it is and it, very minimal for the system, but how strong it is. Yeah, you know, how durable. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you can run over it with a truck. You can, pogo stick it yeah yep. <laughs> it's, it's all that integral design where you have the, the push the yeah the push rod going through the tube and the charging handle receiver it's that integral design yeah it just makes it really strong now, did you have any kind of engineers that came in to to help you with any of this stuff no just, no. Did, just did it all yourself yeah I just did it all myself that's cool do you have an engineering background no not at all no, no. i built a lot of stuff <laughs> <laughs> now nah, i'm actually you know my dad just good my, old my American dad, engineering, right? Yeah, my, my dad always had a, a kind of engineering mindset and, you know, build anything, fix anything, learn how to do it. And just, I guess I learned a lot from him. And there you go. Put man. it all. That's I awesome. Did, took one of those, you know, those little CAD drawing schools and, or classes in high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> learned, learned how to do it a little bit better, I guess. But yeah, cool. 
That is pretty neat. Now, yeah. what's this one? Is this just a different setup here on this? Yes. It's the front. I think it's the front one. Yep. Yeah, this, this is standard. the original. This is the hard charger right here. That's the original standard one. That one's uh, that's that's the one that's out and available for sale along with the other pull pull handle versions. Uh, the HCT and the HCR. Uh, we're looking to have those out soon. So these ones right here, they're, they're not available for sale yet. But I mean, all, all interest and all that stuff. Anybody wants them, just you know. And what's the price point on these? So uh, MSRP one fifty four. One fifty four. One fifty four. And they just go to your website and yeah, and go to the website right there. DDC.com or Devil Dog Concepts. Devil Dog Concepts. Dot com. Yes. Okay. And you guys got a little, little e commerce thing there. That yeah, yeah can... it's just the old shopping cart, all that stuff. And okay. And, and all the different polls it. are available. Uh, the competition, tactical, and traditional are on there. The subdued and the extended one competition. We're going to have those out relatively soon. Okay. It's going to be much longer at all. We'll put those out available as well as the HCR and ACT. Those ones we're going to get out real soon, too. Cool. All right. So I got to ask you about the logo. How'd you, how'd you come up with the logo? It's a marine thing, front I sight, guess. Front sight. Front it's, sight. Yeah. They always say sight picture, sight alignment. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Iron sight. Stay focused, right? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I like the logo. So can people get uh, hats and shirts and stuff on your website? Uh, no, actually, we really haven't put out much for apparel. We just kind of tease. Do it <laughs> I, know. I know. We need to. We'll, we'll get some. That's next yeah. step, right? Yeah. yeah. First, you got to sell some products, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. All, All right. So I've got like this line of questioning that I asked my first time guest. And due to time, I'm not going to ask you all of them. So I'm just going to pick a you know one or two here and can go down the line here and ask yeah. you guys all right so who wants who wants the first question bring it on bring it on all right camera's going first all right so if you could spend the day at the range with anybody whether they're still living past or fictional or a group of people who would you choose to spend the day with day at the range day at the range oh, i'd pick carlos hathcock there I'd you go that guy's brain like no other uh, white feather white feather okay yeah. Is that the one that uh, shot the dude through the scope that yeah hit the dude in the yeah head? okay yeah. yeah yeah isn't that isn't that what that song's about the who sings it here comes a rooster Allison Chains Allison yeah I don't know and I think it's about him yeah yeah I think I that song's know. about him I don't know I could be wrong I'm it's wrong about, about a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I make a lot of shit up as I go but it sounds good yeah <laughs> sounds great I, I love that shooting precision okay yeah master. That's a good. That's a good answer. We had we've not had him answered before, so that's a good one. All right, number two. Who wants the second one? Go ahead. You want it? Yeah, shoot. All right. Which one I want to ask you? All right. When it comes to pop culture, what is your go-to? Whether it's a movie, a book, a TV show, a song, uh, whatever it may be, that's gun-related. Um, <laughs> do you watch movies? Yeah. Do you, well, do you watch TV? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you read magazines or books or. I know. I mean, you guys are busy. A lot of guys don't have time to do all that stuff, you know. But um, let's go with a movie. Full Metal Jacket. There you go. Yeah. The Gunny. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you guys probably don't know this because you hadn't listened to the show, but uh, The Gunny does the intro to one of our segments. Early nice. Army does. Awesome. That's awesome. We have it a really segment. Is. Have a segment called Jack Wagon of the Week. <laughs> and that's somebody who does something stupid in our industry in the world of firearms but a lot of times it's just somebody does something stupid yeah did you get that guy uh, last week that shot that Terranite up with the lawnmower and blew his leg off no oh, I haven't heard that one alright guys so now it's time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week <laughs> hey, Russ, 
do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. Tell us who it is. Oh, I don't know his name or anything. No, tell, tell us the situation again. So I haven't heard this yet. This so. guy, uh, he was videotaping himself, and he packed a lawnmower that he had uh, full of Terranite. And like I said, he's videotaping himself. He's probably only 50 yards away from it. Right. Shoots it, comes right back, and blows his leg right off. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, and this is on the on video? Yeah, it's on online. The, yeah, on the it's internet? all online, yep. Yeah. Blood it just splatters, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, what an idiot. I bet he won't do that again. <laughs> Not with that leg. Not with that leg. Maybe his other one he yeah, might. But so. Yeah, that is that that's a the perfect example of our jack wagon of the week. So they get to ride on the jack wagon train. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Very good. I like that. Thank you, man. Have to find out his name, make him famous. I don't know. Make him not. famous. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff like I don't remember who was telling me this the other day, but you know, like like when somebody does something stupid like Hillary clinton or obama or something like that you know people start talking about it you know you're like oh did you see what he did but people are talking about them so if mm-hmm. you don't talk about them then they become irrelevant right yeah so people like that we just all right we mentioned it and that's it yeah you know, learn from right. his mistakes exactly mm-hmm. yeah. yeah are you ready for your question all right send it all right let's see which one we're gonna hit you with so what is your bucket list Firearm or gear or kit, uh, price be damn, laws be damn. What would you, Ooh. what would you, what would you take right now? Right now, yeah, I have my eye on a new plate carrier. Okay, from, uh, Mayflower. Drive. Anything in the f-ing world that <laughs> no, you can own. Man. Hey, I want I, save his life. Yeah, I, I want a, I want a plate carrier. Okay. All right. So this would be what your next gotta have, wanna have. So this is your next wanna have, gotta have is this plate carrier. Okay. And tell us about it. Uh, It's by uh, Mayflower Products. Mayflower Um, Products. Yeah, I I think they're based out of the DC area. Okay. Um, They make a. They they need it there. Yeah. (laughs) They make a a lot of uh, a lot of uh, necessity comes innovation, right? Yeah. (laughs) Make a lot of gear for um, guys that uh, work on the the teams. So. uh, I came across it at a show last year at the Tech Opsy show in Washington, D.C. Fell in love with it, and uh, I really want one of those. That That's something that's just been on my mind that I definitely want is that uh, plate carrier. Cool. What sets it apart from other plate carriers? The setup, the way it looks, the way it feels, uh, how it fits on me. Um, okay. I really like that. So it's one. not got any, any kind of like new, innovative uh, material or anything like that on it? Or? No, I don't think so. Maybe the plates just inside got a good are. cut to it. Yeah, maybe the plates inside are. Um, it has a different design for of, the dad bod. Ah, uh, yeah. the dad bod design, <laughs> right? <laughs> has What's a, up, Hoss? <laughs> no, that's fine. Jump in if I had another mic. You jump in. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> that was Hoss USMC. Yeah, yeah. Right. The other day. Right. Good dude. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. You gotta yeah. go drop a douche. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a mission. You've been in here the entire time. Yeah. It yeah. is probably I've been trying some, to get out, you know, I mean, you saw me yeah. the first day. I tried to get a lot of video done, but I still, you know, like the follow-up to the one that I did out there, mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to get back and do a lot of those yet. So. Probably been some crazy odors in here. 
it's, couple days it's like a shit house, man. man. It's like a big fucking turd house. Is what is what this yeah, smells you like. You thought you got the hookup? I thought I got the hookup. <laughs> yeah. And they're laughing her ass. You know, like wait till it's like three o'clock when it's fucking like ninety degrees out there and this place is cooking. You know, I wish we ran across you day one here because uh, people people said, "Hey, man, we're talking lead at." Oh, you got to go to the shit house, man. Yeah, just, just, just go sh- find just, just find, find the shit. shit. You're gonna be follow good, smell. Yeah. There's talking lead right there. <laughs> oh, well, awesome guys, I appreciate you taking the time to be on, and uh, appreciate you guys bringing uh, the innovation to our industry. As our listeners know, our leadheads that we're all about innovation here, uh, innovation and usability. You guys nailed it right there. Yeah, yeah I mean, you got it. you got my vote for uh, the most innovative product of the year right here. Hey, thank awesome. you. That's thank you, awesome. man. Hell yeah. Let's go That's shoot. Awesome. Let's do it. Now talk. Word. Up, my man? Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. All right, Leadheads, welcome back. We are at the Big East 3 event, and uh, we've got uh, another group of people in to join us. And we've got the guys from Colt Manufacturing Company. Welcome in. we got uh, Justin and Max, right? Yep, that's correct. How are you? Doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Doing, doing good. good. Now, is this your first year here? It yep. is. It's um, it's the first time we've come out to the event. We actually um, met up with Dave Fortier back in November at our annual Gunsight Media event, and he kind of came up to us during the event and said, hey, there's this other event you might want to know about that's a little more of a group effort, kind of filled us in, and we decided to come out. It's, uh, I'll tell you, it definitely exceeded my expectations uh, quite a bit. It's it's quite a mine too. Put together event. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean they they at shot show is when I first heard about it, met CJ. I mean I've heard about it over the years, but got to talk to CJ about it, and he was explaining you know what all they do and what's going on, and uh, it didn't prepare me. You know I was I was overwhelmed when I got yeah to yeah. It. I think the explanation we got to it 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 was one of those it, you know it sold us to come down here, but we really didn't fully expect what we were walking into i mean it is, it is much more well uh, put together than than we kind of were expecting it's uh it's been great yeah, yeah and, and from what i understand there's been a lot of growth down here so to imagine where the event was maybe two years ago and then to see it today now I, bill can tell you that <laughs> bill's been here every year right <laughs> yeah that was their first meeting was the stumps yeah everybody <laughs> met around the stump <laughs> i believe it i believe it yeah. it was the best decision you guys made all month right yeah yeah, yeah well i mean it wasn't it to be fair you know 
it started off, hey, why don't you come to Florida in March? And, uh, you know, I, yeah. He, there was a bunch of words after that. I, I, I'm not 100% sure what he said, but, but <laughs> I was just, I was nodding feverishly. So. Yeah. So tell us uh, what Colt's got going on these days. Oh, we've got I mean, a lot. You guys of good have been stuff. around yeah. for forever. Everybody's familiar with Colt, so. Yep, we've got one of the more uh, recognized names in the firearms industry, and and a lot of folks that give us a hard time uh, over the last couple of years as uh, a company who kind of focused on our um, military heritage, and uh, not not that there's anything wrong with that. That's that's a really strong uh, place to be. Absolutely, but. Yeah. Um, to, to come back and, and really revisit the um, and and refocus on the consumer market was was a really big drive. We've had a lot of change, and it's all been a lot of good change. And we're really focused on getting in front of the consumers again. Yeah. So, what was the big change? What's your biggest one? Uh, well, well. So, in 2014, they merged the defense business with the commercial business, the or the consumer business, and. You know, kind of from a structural standpoint, that was the beginning of a long chain of uh, events that, that have led us up to where we're at now. After that merger, you were essentially left with a business that, that wasn't balanced properly and wasn't, wasn't really sustainable as it, you know, as it ended up after the merger. Right. And, uh, you know, no secret, the black rifle market in particular has been um, kind of up and down over the past couple of years i mean we've seen sure. these wild swings where on one hand you could sell anything that you could put together and then on the other hand you know that train just stops and when it stops you know believe me it it, yeah. it stops yeah, it, it goes from you can't give it away so you know what we really needed to do is take this business and kind of re rebalance it is is really the best way to to put it you know as max alluded to earlier you know the the company for you know probably the last 20 years was heavily focused on serving the military and and very honorably and and it's a it's a again a great business to be in but but government business is even you know probably much more unpredictable than the consumer market so right. you know when you've got these wild swings on the consumer side and you've got wild swings on the on the government side um, it plays it, havoc on a company doesn't it it does <laughs> it, it makes planning it's, difficult it's tough to run a business yeah, yeah. so so you know the 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 big news from last year was uh, we went through a financial restructuring, so that began in June of last year, and then in January of this year we completed that. So coming out of that, you know we've got uh, after the merger we had a new CEO uh, who's been a kind of a long time gun guy who actually was in charge of engineering when he first came over to Colt. So right. um, you're talking a, a guy who's got industry experience who who was very heavily involved in the manufacturing part of the company right. who, so he's familiar who, with the company they took somebody that's been there within and absolutely and, yeah. and and somebody who had been promoted up so and then again kind of a the next uh, domino to fall after that was he brought in uh, a senior vice president paul spitali who um, has done a lot of media and, and and people have been very exposed to him kind of a really top shelf just sales and marketing guy came from you know billion dollar uh electronics companies mm -hmm. uh, who came over to Colt really because it was what he wanted to do. I mean, he was just, again, a shooter who, you know, kind of had this opportunity in front of him. Hey, I get to go work for Colt, which, right. which, I mean, it, now we're talking the first two top levels of the company now are gun guys who, 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 <laughs> yeah. who when they see events like this, isn't that a novelty gun oh, guys running a gun company? It's yeah. great. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's quite the sea change. I, I, I've um, I've been at the company about ten years, kind of in, in various roles. So I've seen 
a number of changes over the years and this is a great time to beat the company we've kind of we've worked through a lot over yeah. the last uh you guys got your years. internal stuff going now exactly. so now you can focus Absolutely. on and the public and the products and that is 100 percent it so so we're rolling uh hard and heavy now so it's it's good now it's yeah gr- it's great actually yeah and and through that restructuring one of the real uh, keystones of that whole process for us was we ran at a full-on sprint through that whole process just to rebuild the organization into something that was a lot more viable and a lot more um, you know consumer centric so mm-hmm. that we we cut down some of our product SKUs we you know followed that up immediately with re- releasing products that really made a lot of sense to folks and got people thinking like for example the competition pistol that thing is that's our story for the year it's well, tell it's us a, about that yeah yeah it's a great featured pistol and and the MSRP is just something that you wouldn't expect from a Colt and we've done that across our entire line i think Justin might want to talk about the competition pistol a little bit. Yeah, we we really tried to go from taking a, kind of a, a smorgasbord of different products that that weren't necessarily exactly what anybody was looking for, but they could bring it to a gunsmith, and after after they sold their fir- firstborn, they could maybe end up with the pistol that they wanted, and um, that that's really not a great place to be for for kind of long term health of the company, and. Right. and uh, we didn't want to sell guns that people like to bring to gunsmiths and, and get the gun they want to get. It's, yeah. it's, it, it doesn't make sense. So what we did was we, we literally just took it, a look at each market segment and said, Hey, listen, like, like who are, who are these people? Who buys this gun? What do they buy it for? And we just broke, broke it down. Hey, we need a good lightweight commander with features that people want in a carry gun. Right. We want a good full size government carbon steel gun. That people want, you know, to, to shoot IDPA or IPSEC or USPSA, some sort of competition with. And mm-hmm. and what we did was we want the gun that they're that they're taking and to the gunsmith and having all these features and ending up yeah. with exactly. So did exactly. you did you poll a bunch of competition shooters say hey what what's the top things that you have smithed on your gun? Well, yeah, I, I, we did a little bit of that, but we actually did one better. We we took our pro shooter Mark Reddle who. Uh, who who had who had shot competitively for us for years and we had sponsored and we just brought him in as a full time product manager. There you go. And yeah, you got, <laughs> and, your, uh, you got your expert right there. Yeah. Now in-house. we have kind of a full time competition expert for us sitting in the meeting. So it's it's um, you, you know, it was hey, we need a, a a sight structure on here that's appropriate. That's a fiber optic front. Yeah. And, and another novel idea is get somebody who knows what they do, what you know, what they're doing, yeah. and Absolutely. get the get the input from them. Absolutely. And, and I, I want to put this out there and. It's that Mark, you know, a lot of times when somebody, when a company hires somebody on to, to do this kind of work, uh, it's somebody who's, you know, they're going about their daily life and, and maybe they're a product manager and uh, they're they're phoning it all in as far as, you know, it's a lot of emails. Uh, Mark has a desk and he's there Monday through Friday. He's in there every day and he's hustling and, and it's, it's just, it's a really good relationship and, you know, the pistol that came out of it. And, you know, that's just step one. But this pistol, he was able to take it to the Steel Challenge, what was it, about two weeks ago. Yeah, two, three mm-hmm. weeks ago. And he he took a, a brand-new pistol, took it to the Steel Challenge, and took second place. Wow. Without doing any of his, his little work. Just to took it. it out of the box, huh? Yeah. yeah. So he designed the pistol that that's he's cool. going to use to compete with, which is, I, I think that speaks a lot to the to the product. Yeah. So tell us some of the features that are on that. So it's, um you know, starting from the top down, it's it's... You know, Novak sight cuts, most importantly, in that slide right from the factory. And then sitting in those sight cuts are a fiber optic front sight. We actually kind of have a blue fiber optic front sight in there from the factory. 
Uh, and then we we provide some additional fiber rods in the box. We've kind of got the blue in there as an homage to the blue grips. It really is a good looking pistol, kind of with those blue grips and that blue front sight. Okay. It's got a uh, it's got the first uh, a you know Novak low mount carry adjustable rear sight. So you've actually got an elevation adjustable rear sight that looks like a plain Novak low mount carry sight. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, that was something we worked with, with Novak on, and, and, um, and they were able to, to pull through with us. Um, very important, again, for a competition shooter, you might take the same pistol and you'll shoot steel one day, so you'll want to be shooting something like a 147 grain 9 millimeter, and then the next day you're out there shooting paper and you're shooting 115 15 grain 9 millimeter. So right. you're going to need to make those little adjustments, and, uh, again, that, that sight structure will help you do that. Um, National match barrel, both in nine and forty-five. Pistol comes in nine and forty-five. Kind of, kind of going down from there. We've got the upswept beaver tail grip safety on there from the factory. We've right. got an undercut trigger guard on there from the factory. We've got G10 grips on there from the factory. So, you know, we've got that sort of competition ready. You're gonna. What kind of a package. checkering are you doing on the? We are not doing any checkering. It's, no checkering. Yeah, okay. it's really tough. Uh, you know. This this isn't really sold as a price point gun, but the the price it's at is pretty aggressive, and it, it, getting checkering on there at, at eight ninety nine is is a is a quite an uphill battle. So gotcha. um, it's uh you know it's an eight ninety nine full MSRP, which um which which is really the place that this pistol needs to be. I mean this is um this is your bread and butter. You know I, I kind of keep saying buy it on you know Friday afternoon on the way home from work and yeah. Saturday morning you're shooting you're shooting. You're yeah, shooting, yeah, and absolutely. You're or Friday night, yeah. and then Monday, Monday when you head off to work, you're carrying. So there you go. Yeah. What is. about uh, magazines? How many magazines that come with? You're talking about trying trying to cater to the comp competitor. You know. Yeah, they, it does come with two magazines. We um, we do um, you know, we we do kind of have some promos here and there where we might include a third magazine, but oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, two magazines from the factory. Mm-hmm. Um, and cool one of the mags. things that uh, you didn't touch on, uh, which I think is kind of important, is the dual spring recoil system oh, that we absolutely. have in there. Oh, yeah. So yeah. when when you're shooting 45, Good point. Uh, you know, there, there's a bit of recoil there. And, and using the dual spring recoil system, we're able to really kind of emulate shooting a 9. So now when you, when you take that math and you apply it to the 9mm with the dual recoil spring system, you've, you've got something that's really comfortable to shoot. Anybody can shoot it. You know, I've I've had a lot of folks come up to me just say they love the way the gun looks. They mm-hmm. love the blue, you know, that Colt blue grip and that that Colt blue front sight, and they love it. And and not everybody's going to be comfortable shooting a forty five. Well, they still can. And and when it's a nine, they you know, maybe oh, yeah. we're shooting a three eighty now. I don't know. So <laughs> absolutely. That so the dual. Spring, so it comes in nine or forty five. It does. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Same price point eight ninety nine both ways. The dual spring recoil system was something we developed for the. Marine Corps pistol back when that solicitation was uh, floating around and we ended up winning that competition. One of the things that kind of uh, put us ahead was the, the the recoil system itself was something we designed to extend the spring life. We mm. didn't really design it necessarily to reduce felt recoil, but but it's but it's kind of one of the, the immediate dual, benefit of it. Yeah, yeah. benefit. Yeah. So um, so you know rather than a recoil spring that you might want to change it three four thousand rounds. Um, probably even on the outside, y- you can go ten, fifteen thousand rounds. So, um, nice. so it's it's kind of nice, you know. Again, gives you something that you're not having to, uh, you know, take apart and change parts and go right. chase springs mm-hmm. all the time. You're just uh, you're just shooting, which is kind of. 
kind of the whole point. It's what we all want to do. Guys, you guys have them here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. We, okay. those all day. We only brought the 45s to the event um, just to just to make it easy on our kind of ammo, uh, you know, ammo requirements. But, uh, right. but yeah, yep. Cool. Well, we'll have to get some range time with that. I mean, Absolutely. I saw them over there. I didn't know if that was yours or not, but you you were further down on the left. Uh, yeah, we're on the rifle side, even with our pistols, uh, because we're all mixed in one bay. So we've got uh, we're number three okay. on the left hand side. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of, talk about your rifles. Okay. What's well, going on? What's going on with Colt rifles? Um, quite a bit. We we brought um, you know that same sort of rationalization um, that we talked about on the pistol side. We did on the rifle side too, and really kind of got got down to core skews, things that, that mm-hmm. people are really looking for. So, um, you know, the the heart of our line is is our uh, LE six nine twenty. Everything kind of kind of comes away from there. That is that is the sixteen inch version of the military M four. It is it is mm-hmm. sixteen inch and semi automatic and, and other than that, that's it's the gun. So right. um we uh you know from there we go to uh, the slimline M four. So last year we kind of updated our Magpul edition sixty nine twenty with uh, the the new slimline furniture. So it gives you the M lock attachment capability on the forend. It gives you uh, sort of a a little more, um, a little more stylized buttstock and, mm-hmm. uh, and and pistol grip. The buttstock is actually uh, one of the neat things about that slimline buttstock. It's got uh, tension uh, tension springs inside of it, so so it's it's never rattly. You don't have oh, kind okay. of an extra latch that you're latching got in order no to make extra, it not rattle. Extra movement in it. It just doesn't move no matter what position it's in. So. Um, you know, just a little bit of upgrade there. Uh, it's a 10.49 and then 9.99 for the 6.920. So it's an extra fifty dollars to get something that's kind of semi, you know, semi custom uh, territory yeah. for an M4. Yeah, so a yeah. little nicer looking. Kind yeah, of deal. yeah. Are there any plans for you guys? I mean, you're doing the competition pistol. You're gonna get some competition rifles out there. We, we do. So we we actually um, on the on the the competition rifle side with with particularly kind of as three gun grew started growing. Uh, couple years ago we brought in a company in texas that that kind of specialized in that sort of stuff uh, called bold ideas and and they actually make um they're a, they're a licensee of ours and they make a number of different colt competition rifles and uh oh, okay it's a it's it's so a little bit you're already different. doing it kinda. yeah we're yeah. already doing it we we've been doing it for a couple of years it's been a, a very successful program they end up using a lot of um you know kind of the guts of the gun like the bolt carrying the bolt are are colt um you know supplied and, right. and uh and and using the guts yeah so so then they kind of put whatever foreign they're looking for and whatever buttstocks they're looking for and, and muzzle kinda, brakes and things like exactly, that exactly muzzle brakes adjustable gas systems all the stuff that you would kind of expect to find on those three gun rifles so yeah now and of course just because uh this is a an event that was a little bit focused towards the le side uh we did bring a couple of uh full auto le rifles we have an uh, always own, fun oh yeah always a good time <laughs> uh we have your kind of basic m4 full auto 14 and a half inch barrel that's mm-hmm. the uh, ro977 i don't have to go over the features everybody knows them yeah and then we brought a, a commando which as you know uh evolved from the m16 commando so that's uh ro9 or ro933 and that's uh full auto 11 and a half inch barrel pencil barrel uh, really compact and, right. and and a good patrol rifle if you're if you're not trying to hit something too too far away but they're mm. you know as you know RARs are really accurate so um, it's still a good good uh, reach out and touch somebody weapon nice so we do have a lot of uh, LE and military listeners uh, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why we're in so many different countries sure. is you know, military spread out uh, you guys got any any new plans or anything coming out for the military 
Um, we we've been working actually heavily. We we won the uh, M4 recompete, which was uh, I believe last year. So we've been uh, you know the 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 military side of the company is doing everything really just to get ready for that. It, it's it's kind of like starting up a, a cruise ship and, and getting it running. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. just it, it it's a you know a lot of work goes into right. getting those mm-hmm. getting those huge contracts kind of prepared for before they even before you even make the first gun. So yeah. um, they they are messing around a little bit on their side uh, updating the you know kind of getting some more updated products for specifically international sale and stuff mm-hmm. like that but um but the big effort over there is definitely getting ready for that new M4 contract and cool. and something that adds on to that is one of the one of the components of uh building a a, a proper true mil spec rifle that you know the government's going to purchase is we've got you know uh we have government employees in our facility who are there to help oversee like the liaisons process. Right. And, Consultants. And, 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 you know, this isn't just... Or are they czars and <laughs> slave drivers? <laughs> uh, you know, somewhere in between. They're, they're, they're keeping they're, their eye on yeah, you. Yeah, they're great folks. They're, 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 um, they're the quality guys that are, that are there directly from the government. So, um, yeah. you know, they've got a job to do, and, and, and it's certainly not an easy job. I mean, it's a big facility, and they're covering mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of territory there. But, um, but you know, those the same sort of disciplines that we need to adhere to in order to make those government products, you know, the consumers basically get a free ride on that. Exactly. And that's really the that's cool. yeah. kind of the benefit. So, so those those same processes all go into, you know, our LE6920s. From there up, everything uh, gets that same kind of treatment where it's 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 all the interchangeable components and, and it's all proofed in, a, in, in the same way, uh, built in the same way. So it's, uh, I mean... It's hard to put a price on that. We we can certainly look at our bottom line and find out where that yeah, price is yeah, and, and no distribute doubt. it evenly. It's and, a little easier than <laughs> yeah. And 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 some people question why why our rifles cost what they cost. But then when you take a look at that and you and you really see the the meat and potatoes of it, you know. I mean, you can throw around the word word mill spec all you want, but yeah. this is actually. Being delivered you know, and that's something we talked about on one of our other shows, uh, episodes, earlier episodes, is, you know, mil-spec is just like the bottom standard, you know, that, that companies need to try to achieve. And most, like you guys, you go above that. You yeah, know? Well, yeah, and, and, and I think, you know, th- there's, over the years, that word has, has almost become, uh, you know, uh, it, it's, it's lost its meaning somewhere, right. somewhere yeah. along the way. Yeah. You know, mil-spec in the in the sense that a lot of people kind of understand it they're really talking about it's black it's 16 inches and it looks kind of like an ar <laughs> okay we're going to call that mil spec that's not you know in the in the true sense of the word that is definitely not right. what right. we're talking about yeah but, we're not um, just talking about specifically whether or not they adhere to certain dimensions on the tdp this is the full boat yeah yeah um you know as uh as as you probably know i mean colt uh, owns the M4 and the M16 TDPs. We license them to the government, and and some company who comes in and makes parts for the government or or something like that, they can't turn around and and just use that technical information to mm-hmm. make um, commercial or consumer rifles. So um, this idea that there's this kind of openly distributed set of prints that anybody can just sort of rent or yeah. or or use to make parts and then call them mill spec, it doesn't exist. I mean, we own that and we license it directly to the government, and the government can can really only use it to procure parts for their uh, use. And, and anything outside of that is frankly is is frankly theft. So yeah. um, it's uh, 
it, it, it's it's turned into sort of an industry buzzword in a sense, but um, but you know every every once in a while we kind of got to bring everybody down and say, hey, dude, this is real. Right. This kind of means something. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, but uh, but aside from all that, the the proliferation of the rifle is is what's built the cottage industry around it, and without that, we wouldn't have all this enthusiasm. And we wouldn't have a lot of people going out and having a good time on the weekends. Yeah. So absolutely, uh, it, there's there's although there's some 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 stand for having okay, so everybody's making them, and there's a certain negative aspect of that to us. But the fact that the the enthusiasm has built around it is is really it ends up being a good thing at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah, and I and I don't I don't mean to say that in, in the sense that um, that that. That we don't think this industry is big enough because, fr- frankly, it is. And frankly, even on the AR side, we're, we're we're glad that there are so many companies out there making stuff and making parts and and and, and innovating in that platform. And, and keyword and innovating, yeah, yeah. And, and going that's, crazy. That's with what because, competition does: is it brings mm-hmm. innovation. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And 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 frankly, like the the innovation that happens, and uh, and I know you had Bill in, in here earlier talking about his his uh, PDQ device. You know that that sort of innovation that happens, um, you know, it is tougher in a big company, and, and frankly, it's it's oftentimes it's up to these small companies to really do, you know, some of the initial heavy lifting mm-hmm. on that stuff, and and Proof and we think theories. it's great, we love it, so yeah. um, right. you know, we're glad to kind of be at the heart of it. Well, and, I mean, that's uh, the thing; it just it opens up more opportunities for people like him and companies to come up with an idea that they can, you know, sure. enhance and. You'll be able to modify and bring it to market. And the bottom line is all these advancements that we see on the consumer end, you know, some of those advancements get get into the arms of our or get into the hands of our uh, armed forces and mm-hmm. you know, that and they makes benefit their from job it. Yeah. easier. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Helps yeah. keep them safe. Absolutely. So any plans for a shotgun? <laughs> um, you know a Colt shotgun. Eventually, you know, uh Colt does have a history with shotguns going mm-hmm. going back um uh, you know, certainly Stage not coach something days. that's yeah, yeah cer- <laughs> certainly not something that I would say is you know very close on the radar. But um, but you know, I, I think as we look to grow this company, and and um, and I, I shouldn't even say I think. I mean, the, the fact is, as we look to grow this company, um, it's going to be um, horizontally. It's not going to be hey, we need to make even more 1911s and make even more. Black rifles. It's yeah. it's um, you know we need to look across the the mm-hmm. industry as a whole, and and we need to decide what um, where we're going to go after. And I think there are very specific areas where Colt is maybe uh, not even maybe it's much more meaningful. Mm-hmm. And um, and and I'll let you kind of speculate on what those areas are where Colt maybe has a history. Right. Um, but. Um, but, you know, and, and even places where we don't, we're going to take a look at it and we're going to do what makes sense. Awesome. Absolutely. Max. Yeah. If you could spend the day at the range with anybody, whether they're still living, uh, passed away, or fictional, who would you, who would you choose? That, that, is a, that is a good one. Um, He's thinking. Uh, He's thinking on it. I, I got I to gotta <laughs> simmer on this one. Justin, you want to? You wanna... No, I got a different one for him. Oh, jeez. Oh, right, right. <laughs> um. All right, while you're thinking, I'm going to ask him his. All right, Justin, when it comes to pop culture, movies, books, TV shows, magazines, what's your go-to that's gun-related? Oh, that is a good one. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I like a good movie. Um, 
God, Heat just sounds so cheesy. Heat? I mean, I love that go. movie, but That's it's good. just so it's such a cheesy answer. It's a good movie, but, though. But yeah, yeah, it's I, a good movie. I, I'd say Heat. I, I just go back to that one every time. Val you know? Kilmer, yeah. M- Michael Mann in his films, he just spends a ton of time really making sure all that stuff is right, and you can see it in Collateral, and you can see it now in uh, yeah. in that newer. Uh, Oh, what's uh Keanu. Oh, Keanu Keanu Reeves yeah Keanu Reeves yeah um <laughs> he just uh he really gets it right with the gun we were play, talking so. about Keanu Reeves earlier today there's a uh, something going around on the internet about Keanu Reeves it's like sad Keanu oh yeah it's oh, like yeah, a meme yeah. people are doing memes on it yeah it's like a picture of him like sitting in a seat eating a sandwich like on a bench, looking at a yeah. bird or something <laughs> and he looks, he's got this sad look on his yeah. face or something <laughs> It's just sad Keanu. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you this. I don't. I don't want to go shooting with sad Keanu. But uh, there you go. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go kind of, kind of a little sideways on you, a little out on a limb. All right. I would, Let's I would go it. shooting with Hunter S. Thompson. I think that that would be a good time. Okay. If I make it out alive, if you make it I'd out alive, I'd have the story. And for our listeners who don't know who that is, tell them who that is. Okay. He's uh he was a, a writer very prevalent in the 70s, and uh, if you've ever seen the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, it was. Uh, a wild ride to say the least but he was a, a true firearms enthusiast and uh you know a kentucky boy through and through and uh i just think that it would be a really good, have time, a good time to to, yeah. to to go out on the range with him cool i, I don't know if i'd uh, end up whole though <laughs> john wick by the way was the movie I, john like, wick oh, oh, yes yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's so the one that's another one but yeah. my, another that's michael a good man movie yeah, yeah i mean he just you know again michael mann just just gets the gunplay right and Absolutely. Uh, it's the difference between you know the, for, the mechanics of you know the gun use in that movie too oh absolutely it's all on. there yeah, yeah it's good it's good well guys justin max appreciate you guys being on thanks for having thanks us. for having us yeah let's go shoot absolutely yeah. gotta all go right. shoot <laughs> All right, guys, hope you enjoyed those interviews. We've got more coming up next week at our 150th milestone episode, which we are going to have some sort of cool-ass giveaway now that um, Andrew and I have talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, speaking of uh, not really giveaways, but during the event uh, at the Big Three East, they have some awards that they give out. And I think there's, there's four awards is what it is. There's four awards, yeah. And uh, two of them are given out by the manufacturers, and then two of them are given out by the staff uh, there at... No, wait a minute. One of them's given out by the manufacturers, one of them's given out by the media, and then the other two are given out by the staff at the Big Three East. You got it. There we go. One of them is Manufacturer's Choice Media Award, and then one of them's Media Choice Manufacturer Award... And then they have the staff gets to pick a media, and the staff gets to pick a, a manufacturer. And uh, I don't know what the criteria they use. I missed that meeting. <laughs> so <laughs> he said it was pretty simple. He said it, there was a list of the vendors and a list of the manufacturers, and you put an X next to your favorite. <laughs> and I don't remember how many media people were there, but I know there were forty manufacturers and uh, CAA. Hartman Optics, Colt, Glock, IWI, Tavor, the uh, Devil Dog Concept guys, uh, FN, Palmetto State, FN, um, um, M&M Manufacturing, Eagle, Tactical Walls, Eagle Imports, uh, High Glock, Threat, High Threat Concealment. Yeah, so there, there was a bunch. And I think in our first uh, Big 3 East episode, I think Schwell names them all. So, But media-wise, I don't know how many. There was, there was more media there than manufacturers, right? Oh, yeah. 
much a lot more. Yeah, a lot more. So pretty prestigious and honorable award to be nominated for it. But uh, the winner of the Media Choice Award for Manufacturer went to you guys, CAA. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. It was uh, it was actually it was a really really huge honor, and we had no clue. And I mean, and really, you, you know, there, there's two awards that you can get as a manufacturer, and the one that really matters is the one we won, which is all the guys from the media that were there voted us their favorite manufacturer. You know, I'm, I'm sure it had to do with our new products, but also had to do with, um, you know, access. You know, the, the fact we took the time to sit with every single one of them that wanted to interview. You know, we stayed, you know, hours later than some of the other manufacturers just to be able to sit down and do interviews with everyone. You know, and of course, Mikey um, is uh, always willing to talk as as oh, yeah. redheads as redheads certainly know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So um, yeah, but we were we were extremely extremely proud of that of that award, and um, I think it was extra special because it was our first time there. And, and you know, and, and Mikey did come all the way from Israel to to attend that event. Um, that's how important he thought it was, right? And uh, we we thought it was, and um, how important those folks in the media are to us, and uh, we wanted to show them our respect and. And uh, they they loved us back, so it was a uh, it was a really big deal. Yeah, it was a it was a big honor. And uh, the winner of the manufacturers media choice award went to dun, 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 yours truly, Talking Lead, baby. Woo! So, and I mean that was a huge honor as well. It was our first time attending, and to be nominated by you know the manufacturers for for that award was was amazing and it's basically the same criteria it's you know how you interacted with um the manufacturers um you know just just your overall personality what you kind of bring in i guess your platform what you bring to the table to help them push and promote their products um, but it was just a huge honor i really enjoyed it i enjoyed the whole event and like i said i'm looking forward to going back in october all right, guys, uh, welcome back to the Nordic Components Talking Lead coverage of the Big Three East event. And uh, we are we are back from a well, probably one of the best lunches that I've ever had. I was uh, uh, just given something that uh, really choked me up, and uh, <laughs> it's made this, this event you know, very worthwhile and completely unexpected. And I'll let CJ tell us what I'm talking about here. Uh, you're, I'm, you're, I'm so I'm so you're, uh, you're, I think tore up over it. I can, I'm at a loss for words here. Well, it it was just a Sunny's pulled pork sandwich. Uh, <laughs> I'll chocolate agree, cake. I agree that was pretty good, and and uh, you know the dessert was good going with it. Uh, one of the things that we did at Big Three, and and that we we are starting doing is we do awards now. We both do them where the the content creators actually decide which manufacturer gets an award, mm-hmm. and then the manufacturers actually decide which content creator was more outgoing to them and had an effect on them and made their presentations and stuff a little mm-hmm. easier here to get the product out there and stuff. Um, so it's it's picked by industry people for industry people. And, uh, you know, the, the manufacturer's choice of world uh, happened to be you. And, you know, and we it presented that to you at lunch, and it's a... It's happened the, to be me. Yeah. Big big three uh, big three East Media Manufacturers Choice Award, uh, Spring 2016. You are the first uh, media person to get this in the spring. This award's only been this is only the second time it's been out there. Wow! And you know what? I didn't know that. I didn't realize that, man. You right. know, and it's really hard for individuals to get awards That's in amazing. this industry. But there's a lot of guys that are really busting their butt 
and doing great things out here. And you're one of those guys. And, you know, we spotted that at SHOT Show. We definitely wanted you to get in here. You're here. Your presentation, you know, the, the way that you've been presenting yourself when you're not on the mic. Believe it or not, guys, he's, he's a really professional. I'm not the douchebag that you think I am. He's, right? a, he's a really professional guy, and he spent a lot of time out uh, talking and getting information and stuff for these, uh, for these podcasts. Uh, from the companies out there to make sure that you get the correct information and and everything is out there when he comes up and gets the companies in here and we appreciate you being here and as much as I would like to say this awards from me it's it's actually not it's a manufacturer's choice award um, so you're looking at basically Glock gave you an award you that's know, awesome FN gave you an award Coat gave you an award IWI you know you the biggest names in the industry Taurus they give you awards Bikes Tactical they gave you an award so that's this awesome. is the manufacturer's choice award for the companies that were here you know they could have picked anybody you know but they picked you and, and we totally agree with them for what you've showed us and everything else and I really appreciate the fact that uh, that you were here and you've handled this so much. You, it's a it's a glass cube uh, into a spear and he's handled it so much. There's so many fingerprints on it. You can't see the award anymore. That's it's from Sonny's barbecue. It's, it's, it's got Sonny's greasy barbecue all over it and, and uh, it looks. Well, you can, you can have a snack later on the night. <laughs> Just lick it on the plane. Exactly. The uh, one of the things that I wanted to touch on. And I think was uh, also Give contributed to the fact that you, you, you were able to earn something like that is you came to this event and you interviewed the manufacturers for your podcast. But you also talked to the content creators. You know, it, your, your coverage of the event encompassed quite a bit, not just the products, not just the, the reps, not just the manufacturers. You had content creators sitting in these seats doing these interviews with you and. It, it, it makes a huge difference. So we wanted to thank you and we wanted to make sure that we acknowledged it and, and made sure that your your peers also saw saw that uh, the hard work does pay off here at the Big Three Training Center. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, like I said earlier, you know, coming into this, I had no idea what to expect. Uh, you know, just first day it was just me kind of just getting the feel of it, the flow. And uh, everybody's so accommodating, you know, laid back, easygoing, very approachable. Uh, so these guys just, they just made it easy to come up and talk to them and, you know, find out more about them and let them learn more about me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just very appreciative that you guys have, you know, that you came up with the idea for this event. Uh, it's like nothing that I've been to ever before. Um, you know, people talk about the SHOT Show, try to compare you to SHOT Show, try to compare you to, you know, some of these other things like our, the IREC vet shoot, you know, some of these other, you know, bigger events that people, but this is its its own event. There's nothing else like it out there that I'm aware of that I've been to. And uh, I just greatly appreciate the fact that you guys are consistently striving and working. I mean, every day you guys, after the event, come in here, sit down, brainstorm, try to come up with ways that you can make it better, you know, for not only the media people, but for you know the the manufacturers the sponsors that come here as well it's it's the hard work that you guys put in it that makes this thing a success well it's it's the hard work that the staff we have a we have a huge we have a huge volunteer staff you know that comes down and and helps us with everything we do out here to make this place successful and and to be honest this is i mean other than we we're not a 501c we're a non-profit organization because <laughs> usually usually when it's all said and done we're you know we're trying to figure out how to pay, pay the taxes at the end of the year because we didn't make any money and we actually spent money out of it uh, we have a huge staff that's here and you know they they work for food 
and for spare ammo and they come out and and they help and they make this event what it is i'm i'm a visionary about what we want to be done and put a few sticks together and swell buses his butt getting the uh you know the media contacted and everything else to try to get our different writers and uh our video people here and uh, basically i i just walk around with my idea on how stuff needs to run and and uh, I, I act like a platoon sergeant for a couple of days and it's over with and and everybody's like, wow, you look tired during the event or you look haggard or wore out. And, you know, and uh, here it is after lunch, uh, last day, you've got your award. And I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> my first award ever. I can put this on my mantle now. This, well, is, this you're is great. In, you're in pretty good company because Patrick Sweeney, uh, who you may know as yes. the world famous gun writer and the editor of, uh, of uh, Handguns yeah. and has his own TV show and everything else received his first award here last year really his first award in over 30 years in the industry wow so there's some the, big shoes to fill right there well man. you're i don't and you know not to mention he every shooting contest we had here he won oh, <laughs> he did. you know we forgot we forgot to say the other stuff on that palmetto state gave away three guns today yes Glock gave away. I, I don't want to say how many they gave away because Mr. Glock will be mad. Glock <laughs> they gave, gave away, away some guns today. Glock gave away some stuff today. They gave away certificates today. Yeah, certificates that you mail in and they you get, get a, gun. a gun. You can trade them for a gun. Yeah. Uh, the amount of stuff that was given away at this event today was crazy. Guysly giving away triggers. Guys, guys. I mean, Joe walks through and it was like he was on. He was in Mardi Gras and he was throwing beads <laughs> out. <laughs> You know, and it was good. I mean, that, you know, every it, it's everything's going to get used. It's all going to get put into articles and, and right. you know, and with that stuff. But and I wasn't the only award winner today. There were there were other awards that were given out. Uh, we we had a manufacturer's award uh, yeah. that was given out. And, they, and because we do a staff award and the staff award, the qualifications for it's a little different than what it is. Uh, for instance, the media award that the staff presents, uh, we, we present also to one of the media personnel that basically makes our life um, you know with that that are good not a diva uh, you know so we we make it so that it's one of our media guys you know that that comes down to the range and and he you know he he goes with the flow and everything else and he does everything that he can um, you know to, to basically be invisible while he's here as far as the staff goes but he interviews everybody and gets all the information and uh, and He's another YouTuber, this uh, Tack Daddy. Yeah. And uh, his live Kevin, show, he had Kevin. Kevin. Kevin did a great job yeah. of what he's, you know, and it's, and Kevin's, Kevin's award and everything else was, you know, the staff uh, picked him because he's been a staunch supporter of us. I mean, he is, you know, it's, it, it, he signs an email, you know, go visit, go visit Big 3E. So, <laughs> you know, I'm surprised he doesn't have it tattooed on his body somewhere. And we'll have to ask Swell about that later because I'm not. That no, might be in the works. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the manufacturer's award that we did was the the writers chose a manufacturer that they thought had the most innovative product mm -hmm. um, that's out on the market today for what they're doing uh, with it. And that was uh, Mikey Hartman and CAA yeah. um, that received that award being down here. And I have to agree with them. That was a great product. However, you know, Palmetto State and, and IWI, they were both neck and neck right there for that award. Oh, yeah. And then we, uh, in Glock, you have the staff award, and, and Glock won the staff award. Yeah. And, uh, you know, plain and simple, the reason we picked Glock is Glock, you know, they're, they're, they're trying very hard 
uh, to work with the media stuff. For you guys that were with them at the SHOT Show and you went by their booth and you got a plastic pistol or an ink pen or a sticker or something else or a poster <laughs> to sign, I mean, we got hoodies. So <laughs> Glock, <laughs> Take that. Glock, Glock brought us hoodies and sweatshirts. A couple and of hats and yeah, T-shirts. It, mi- it might have been because we're in Florida and, you know, and it's starting to get summer and it was overstocked and they was just trying to clean out their, <laughs> clean out their closet. Uh, but they brought, they, brought, they brought a ton of product. They brought a ton of guns. They brought a ton of ammunition. You know, very accommodated and everything else. And another than the fact that every time you walked by their booth, they were sticking something in your pocket. Uh, you didn't even know Glock was here. You know, so that's that's really helped us out as far as, you know, there's no, hey, can I get an extra target? We need mm-hmm. this target painted or anything else. And, and we do that on hold with the companies, you know, and we do that with the marketing people. And that's, the, you know, that goes without question that we do it. But we're just saying a company that... You know, their footprint is so small for what they do for the industry. And for us, you know, they won that award. Yeah. And, you know, when Corey well and, and Bob and, and Ed absolutely deserve that word, you know, award, uh, you know, hands down. Yeah. Those guys, those guys were awesome. It's the first time I'd, I'd met that group from Glock. And, uh, uh, I mean, super nice guys. I mean, you couldn't yes, ask for more knowledgeable about the product itself. I mean, and, the, the range of people that you've met here this weekend, you met Adam. Oh, yeah. You met Adam from Palmetto State. Yeah. And if you've never met Adam from Palmetto State, guys, if you picture the guy on the brawny paper towels, um, the one that lifts the roof up and hands the paper towels in. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm an average guy. I'm 5'8". And he came up and gave me a hug, and my ear was on his navel. <laughs> I mean, this guy's this guy is this guy is six ten. He's large, yeah. Six ten, big and, guy. You know, and the greatest personality and everything. But he's you know, got he's a, so he's, much energy for a guy that big, too. Right, you know, you right. wouldn't expect a guy that big to be. He's like that a big panda energetic. bear. He's yeah. a big happy panda bear. Yeah, you know, that's a good example. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much uh, for the opportunity to, to come to this event, and uh, I'm, I'm very appreciative of this award. I mean, it's uh, it's a huge honor for me. Thank you. Yeah, well, it was a pleasure having you here. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, and it's uh, for a Top Gun fan. I mean, it's you know, somebody a Val Kilmer, skinny Val Kilmer, skinny Val Kilmer fan. You know, Ice Man. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, Ice uh, Man. You can go with that. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. All right, we appreciate it. We're going to let you get out of here. We know that we know we got a little bit of uh, stuff going on this afternoon. We're going to go down and blow two cars up and shoot them. We're going to put a hundred dudes online with oh, automatic yeah. weapons, and uh, and we're going to shoot them all. Shoot on. about the, what the remaining ten thousand rounds are left. We're going to put the, them in those cars. The remaining ten thousand rounds, we're going to make Swiss cheese, and you'll be able to pop up on the, our big three sites. And we're going to get some, be able to find those. A lot of yeah, just uh, Google Big Three East and uh, look at all the videos and articles that are going to be coming out here in the next, you know, day. There's probably some already out by the time you hear this. So, mm. oh yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, the yeah. firearms blog has already got articles out right now where they've already starting to drop stuff on it. So. Yeah, yeah. So. And uh, I guess we mentioned the hashtag because that's what people yeah. are using now. And make sure you go to the VSO Gun Channel cuz they're going to have awesome videos as well. My buddy Spectre. He didn't put me in any of them, though. I'm kind of disappointed. Spectre, Spectre was a pretty busy guy here, kind yeah. of a diva, but he was a pretty big guy. But he he, he was, was getting he was, shit done. He was he was doing what the companies ask, which put him outside of the lines of, of you know, he, he need a little extra stuff done, which we accommodate best we can. But I mean, I want to say last night it was nine ten o'clock, and he was on the range working with Geisley and. They were down there getting some footage and stuff on it and fighting yeah. mosquitoes, and they were down there making stuff happen. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. And, uh, you know, he was still here whenever I said whatever and left and went home and went to bed. So, <laughs> so those guys were doing some stuff. Here's the keys. Lock it up when yeah, you're done. Close the door and turn the lights off. All right. Guys, let's go shoot up some cars. Let's do it. All right. But uh, I had no idea they gave out awards. It was, it was I got caught completely off off guard on that. Yeah, yeah, we had no idea there were awards either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it was actually it was it was kind of extra it was extra cool for me, Marty. And it was it was kind of an extra thing for me because uh, you know, I got to go down there. You're not only do we work together and do stuff, we're also friends. We also live in the same town. Yeah, we've known each other since Talking Lead started. Oh yeah, and uh. You won an award too, so it was like we came from Nashville and we swept it. I know it. The the, the, <laughs> the hillbillies swept the awards. <laughs> Andrew, I appreciate you being on today, brother. Uh, always a pleasure having you on, and uh, looking forward to you know our leadheads already know I've made the announcement. We're working on doing an AK segment uh, on the show, and we're still pursuing that. It's in the works, so you guys just be a little more patient. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it'll be it'll it, it'll be it'll be right when we get it ready. That's right. But thanks for having me on as well, Marty. Appreciate you uh, always supporting uh, CAA and KUSA and um, having me on. I'm always always happy to be on. So we got to uh, we got to go out and shoot. Casey and I are going to the range one day this week, and uh, you need to go out there. They've got like this pit set up and. Uh, it's like was it chirp? I always screw up the word. Is it, they're digging for that dirt? What's that called? Do what now? Chirpa pit or chirp pit, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a big freaking uh, rock quarry that okay. that he's got down in his neck of the woods, and uh, we've been shooting some videos down there. And uh, we're gonna go. X Steel Targets has sent some new uh, targets. Our sponsor, X Steel Targets. X Steel Targets. Uh, and we're going to go down there, and we're going to take um, the new Nordic Components rifle down there. We're going to shoot it. We're going to shoot some of the uh, the new Keltec Sub 2000s on uh, some of those X-Steel targets. You need to go with us. I would love to. You know I always want to go shoot, Marty. Just tell me when, where, and why, and I'll do it. All right. You're invited. We'll make it happen. All right. Sounds good. Absolutely. Uh, I'd like to thank Nordic Components, nordiccomponents.com. Make sure you guys go check out those new line of rifles that they have. And... Uh, once we get our hands on them, we're going to be doing videos with uh, their whole line. They've got the full 22 AR. They've got the 223, the 556, the 300 Blackout. And the one that I'm really jonesing for is the 308. Can't wait to get that 308 to do some long-range punishing with that. I'd like to thank, uh, obviously, X-Steel Targets. Uh, you guys are going to start seeing some more videos from them. They've got some new products that we're going to be featuring in our YouTube videos. I uh, just alluded to that as I was talking to, to Andrew, so that was no big surprise. XSteelTargets.com. XSteelTargets. And, of course, our good buddies over at Cobalt Kinetics and uh, the Cobalt Kinetics shooting team. Make sure you guys are following them, supporting them. Uh, Rick, Nick, Kalani, and Keith, Keith Garcia. I've posted a couple of videos with Keith. Have you ever seen Keith shoot, Andrew? I've seen him on video. I've never seen him in person shoot. Oh, he's smooth, man. He is. Yeah. He is super smooth. And uh, those guys have taken part in several three gun competitions throughout the nation, and we've been posting those on our Facebook page. So make sure you go and follow them and their shooting team, and go to Cobalt Kinetics. 
check out their new uh, Evolve rifle that they've got, the uh, BAMF Edge, and they've got a, a new black rifle out that's uh, more of a standard, uh, your standard AR type rifle, but with a lot of their cool, innovative features that they have from Cobalt Kinetics. So check them out, cobaltkinetics.com. I'd like to thank Multicam. Uh, the wrap is, uh, as Josh Dorsey says over at Glock, it's in the mail. So we should be getting the new wrap, uh, hopefully before the end of the month. Uh, T and I, like she alluded to the last show, we want to drive that down to the Sheepdog Impact Assistance Charity Ball that we're going to be attending in Arkansas toward the end of the month. And speaking of, if you guys uh, still want to attend, anybody's going to be around that area, go to sheepdogimpactassistance.org uh, or you can go to their Facebook page and get more information on buying tickets for that charity event. It's open to the public. Uh, or if you just want to sponsor a sheepdog to go and his family or his date, uh, it's not really a family, it'd be sheepdog and his date, you can go there and, uh, and sponsor them as well. Sheepdogimpactassistance.org. Uh, Mission 22, make sure you guys uh, are supporting our friends over at Mission 22, mission22.com. 22 veterans a day commit suicide. That is unacceptable. Mission 22's mission is to bring awareness to our nation that this is a problem and that it needs to be stopped. So go to mission22.com. They've got cool t-shirts and swag there that you guys can, can buy or you can just donate to the cause. Mission22.com. I'd like to thank our buddies over at Hartman Optics and KUSA and CAA. I appreciate all the support that they give the show as well. Andrew, uh, couldn't do this without you guys. And I am really looking forward to getting this Wounded Veteran Exchange Program off the ground and running with, uh, with Mike. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And as always, Leadheads, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer. <laughs>